welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The best position to be in life is the position of being hungry for God. When your soul hungers for God, there's nothing God cannot do through you. When your soul is hungry for God, there is nothing you, your destiny hungers for in life. Because when your soul is hungry for God, God is always is like on demand for you. It's not everything you pray about you see answers. In other words, there are some miracles and testimonies that will happen in your life without praying about them. God, the Bible says, before they will call, I will answer. Before they ask, I will say, here I am. Isaiah I said, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And it's not just before they call that I will answer. He said, while they are still speaking, I will hear. I see God doing a new thing in your life. He said, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And guess what? Whilst they are still speaking, whilst they are still, still speaking, God said, whilst they are, so you don't have to finish speaking. You are still speaking. You are still asking for things. You are still, you are still telling things. He said, while they are speaking, I will hear. Why? Because when you have a heart for God, it's not everything you pray about before you get answers for. When you have a heart for God, what you haven't asked God, he grants you. In other words, God even gives you more than you ask for. I, I, I believe that in this month of kingdom dedication, somebody's commitment and dedication to the things of God is, <laughs> is moving you from the tail of the queue and bringing you to the front of the queue. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I'm, I'm prophesying. Your dedication to God and his kingdom makes anything that concerns your life, your progress, a priority for heaven. Your dedication to the kingdom of God makes anything concerning your life a priority for heaven. Your concerns become heaven's priorities when you are dedicated to the cause of heaven, the cause of God. When you are sold out to the cause of God, your concern become heaven's priority. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and righteousness, and all these things shall be added. God does the addition. He takes care of some things. He said, do not worry about what you will eat, what you will drink, because he said, for your heavenly father, is happy, is, 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 is pleased. It pleases the Father to give you the kingdom. For heavenly Father knows you need it. Then he talks about, I think in Luke, how the heavenly Father is, is pleased to give you the kingdom. No, Luke chapter 12, I think so. He's pleased to give you the kingdom. He's actually, he's happy when you get it. But most times, people struggle 
do not fear little thought for your heavenly. It's God's good pleasure to give you. It's God. God is happy when you are getting some things. I see you getting some things that you, you need to get in life in the name of Jesus. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4 talks about how uh, he has given us, as far as giving to us all things. Somebody say all things. All things. Please repeat it. All, all things. things. Say for the last time louder. All things. All, all things. He says that um, his divine power is God's power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. Watch the more you are knowing him, Bible says that his divine power provides all things to you through the knowledge. He provides to us. That is why you can't prioritize singing or music over teaching. <laughs> it's, too, it's too costly. If you put teaching of God's word, you make it secondary and you make other things that might entertain you and encourage you and, and make you pleased in yourself and your soul. It's too costly because he supplies, he gives power, his divine power, okay, and his divine power has given to us all things that pertain, things that have to do with life and your spiritual work, your church life, your godliness and life is already provided and it becomes actualized through the knowledge of him. You have to know Christ. That's why Paul said that I might know him. All your focus is I want to know him. So you hunger and thirst that you might know him because if you know him, all the, remember that scripture, uh, um, for they that know their God shall be strong and do as well. Knowing God is not something to be trivialized. Knowing God, knowing God. I'm not talking about knowing theology. I'm talking about you walk with him. You know him through his word and you obey him through his word. The more you obey him through his word, the more he becomes real to you. You see, obedience and practicing of the word of God exposes you to certain depths in life which nothing else can expose you to. So Jesus puts it this way in John chapter 8, verse 31. He said, if you continue in my word, then are, then are ye my disciples indeed. Continue. Someone say continue. 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 You know, when we started uh, Encounter Fest, the first message I preached was continue. Yes. Continue. I, I might touch on it again tonight. So continue. If you to the Jews which believe on him. If you continue in my word, so you can believe and not continue in his word. Not continue. There are people who are, who are believers, but they want to live like unbelievers, enjoy everything unbelievers, so-called enjoy. That's even no enjoyment, it's enjoyment. Bible calls the pleasures of sin. Okay, so let me put it there. Enjoy the pleasures of sin. We can't pretend as though it's, it's not sweet. Some of the things is nice, but it will just cost you the pleasures of sin. Bible says that uh, uh, in his presence are pleasures forevermore. I think in Psalm 11 or in 3 or something like that. In his presence are pleasures forevermore, forevermore 
pleasures or 16, somewhere there. Forevermore, pleasures are in his presence. But Bible talks about the pleasures of Egypt for a season. So Psalm 16 verse 11, he said, yeah, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, what? Forevermore pleasures. Pleasures. So God doesn't have problem for you to enjoy life and have pleasure. But there's a problem when you attempt to get it in the wrong way. It will be pleasures for a season. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24 to 26. It says that Moses didn't want to, Bible says, he chose the affliction with God's people than to enjoy the passing, than to enjoy uh, the pleasures of sin for a season. The pleasures of sin, uh, you remember that guy? It's just for a season. The pleasures of sin is for a season. Yeah, you remember you used to go to all kinds of places, you used to steal, and you thought you were having fun. Now that you have matured, you see that it was quite no wise stuff you, do, you did. Pleasures for a season. So something that we do against God's word, it doesn't matter how much we are enjoying from it. They are pleasures for a season. Pleasures. But God has pleasures forevermore for us. I see you moving towards pleasures forevermore. Pleasures forevermore. And how do you get pleasures, pleasures forevermore? He said, in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand are pleasures. No wonder the psalmist said, my soul Test for you so I can be in your presence. Lord, I want to be in your presence. Lord, I want to be with you, but I want to be with you. My soul, tell it, will I see verse, verse 7 and verse 8? Said, my, my soul said, because you have been my help, therefore, uh, uh, I know, let's look at verse 8. My soul, my soul follows close behind you. King James, please. My soul follows hard after you. Hard. Following God hard. Following God hard. So he said, my, my soul tests for you. He said, I, I, I test for your presence. I long for your presence. Psalm 42, verse 1 and 2, he says that as the deer pants for the waters, so my soul pants on my soul, so pants my soul after you, oh God. The deer has a sense, sensitivity for water miles away. Miles so there'll be water my way, and the deer can sense that there is water. And the deer will, will, because they love water, and they will run towards water. And one of the reasons why they also love water is, they, I've, I've said this before, the deer usually has a very peculiar body odor or body smell. So when a, a, a predator is coming to eat it, or a lion, or a hyena, or a tiger, or any of those carnivorous animals are coming to hunt for the deer. The deer, if the deer tries to hide in the bush, the lion knows that he's here. He's here. You remember, fee, 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 foo, foo. <laughs> I smell, there's something of a human here. So the, the deer, the deer, can smell, also the lion can smell the deer is here. The deer also had, has a peculiar smell. So when its life is in danger, it doesn't go, it doesn't have to look for a place to easily hide because even, because even if he goes to hide, the lion will find him. 
Because the lion will know, hmm, he's here, he's here. So what does he do? But the smell gets neutralized and, um, yeah, neutralized when he gets, the deer gets into water. So when his life is at, in, in danger, what he looks for is water. Because if I can get to water, I'll be fine. I can get to, so there is like when someone is not well and the ambulance has to rush them to the, if we can get to the hospital quickly, it will be okay. The deer too knows that my life, my, the deer can run very fast. So when the lion or the cheetah or the tiger or whatever animal is coming after it, the first thing he has to do is he has to run towards water and he knows where there's water. He can sense there's water miles away. So when his life is in danger, he doesn't look for a hiding place. Even though other animals will be looking for a hiding place, the deer does not look for a hiding place. Do you know what it looks for? It looks for water and it pants. It begins to run. <sighs> pants after waters. And the psalmist said, the way the deer pants after waters, oh boy, that is how my soul pants after you. I don't have money. I'll pant after God. I don't have a wife. I'm panting. I need a husband. I pant after God. I need a job. I pant after God. Things are hard for me. My life is, I'm, I'm very worried about my life. I pant for God. Things are so difficult for me. I pant for God. So your life pants. You pant. You pant. Sammy said, as the dear pants for the water books. So my soul, God, I love to be in your presence. And counterfeits, what, what time is, does it start? Seven. I'll be there at 6.30. I'll be there at 6.15. I just can't wait. I, can't, I just can't wait. And when we are even about to close, I feel like, oh, I want it to continue. My soul pants after you. And I started by saying, your biggest advantage in life is your desire for God your desire for God. So he says that, he says that if you, if you, um, John again, in John chapter eight, verse 31, he said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed for real. Then are ye my disciples for real. And guess what? Then the next, the next word that follows is and. So you have to be a real disciple and then you will know the truth. So the truth, this truth is not just based on reading. It's based on practice. The truth you know that sets you free is the truth you know by practicing. Oh, I, 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 am I making sense to somebody? Because said, if you continue in my word, in other words, if you practice my word, then you are my disciples indeed and you will know the truth. Because you will know the truth by living in the word, by obeying the word, by practicing the word. You will know the truth. Some of us who have put God's word into action, you see the manifestation of it. And sometimes it's like, wow. It's like, wow, this is amazing. This God, you are too much. When you walk with God, you are dedicated to the things of God. I'm, I'm, I'm about to drop this thing in again. There are some of us here, you actually don't have a big plan to be fully and yieldedly dedicated to the things of God is a real concern for your destiny. It's a real concern for your destiny because your dedication to God is what determines heaven's attention on you, what determines how far heaven can, uh, how far heaven can promote you and the extent to which heaven will do things for you. Your dedication, your commitment to the things of God. And when you are committed to the things of God, the, the possibilities in God are endless. When you pray, it gets answered quickly, easily. 
Now, when you when you begin to practice God's word and you do some of the things and you begin to see the, the answers, it's like, wow, this is just too beautiful. I am madly, madly, uncontrollably committed to the work of God. I love it. I love to die for the gospel. What? I love to do. And it's been like this with me for the past 30 years. I've loved it. And brothers and sisters, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving doing God's work. I, I love it. I love it. Even if God doesn't bless me, he says that I'm not blessing you, no problem. Even the, the chance to do God's work, oh, I love it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that is what will place people like us ahead of a lot of other people. Because they are not dedicated to the things of God. When you are dedicated, it starts with you you actually want to be with him and you want to do for him. You want to be with him and you want to do for him. Or better still, you want to be with him and for him to do through you. For him to do through you. And Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 32, he who did not spare his son, his only son, but gave him, you see, he, he, he that spared not his only own son, but delivered him up for us. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Someone say all things. There are things once you are born again, God is happy to freely give you all things. God is working in our midst in a very, a very powerful way. He is working in our midst in a very powerful way. And I see you Moving from glory to glory, glory to glory, glory to glory, glory to glory. Now, in Hebrews chapter 2, um, verse 3. Let's let's take it from verse 2. Uh, uh, For if the word spoken to angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which has begun to be spoken by the Lord. This salvation began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that had him. So God, Jesus started speaking and his apostles preached the same thing. Look at the, the next verse. By them that had him. God also bearing witness. Both. Hmm. So when the, Jesus started speaking it, it was confirmed by his apostles. When he left them, they also started continuing speaking the same things Jesus has been speaking. In fact, Bible talks, Bible calls it, I think in 1 Timothy 1.10, I suppose, it talks the, the words of Jesus Christ, the wholesome words, the, the words that accord to the, I think, 6.3 rather. And very, I think, I believe, 1 Timothy 6.3, yeah, or 1.10, talks about, um, yeah, said, so if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome ways, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the doctrine which accords to God, these are words of Jesus Christ. Then those are the same thing we continue to teach. Okay, now he said, Jesus started to speak and it was confirmed by his apostles and who, who uh, it was confirmed by his apostles and then God also bearing them witness. So God, do you know how God bears, God bears witness? He's saying, I'm a witness. 
I'm going to stand in the witness box and as the pastor is preaching, this pastor, as he preaches the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, I'm also going to bear witness, uh, God bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to God's own will. So as we preach the word, God bears witness to the, the, the purity, authenticity, and the power of his word. Nicodemus said to Jesus Christ, how can anyone do all these things? If uh, 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 John 3, 2. Uh, no one can do these things except God be with him. No one, there are some things that God himself does to prove his engagement and his involvement. And he always proves himself. Bible said, God also. I like that, that word, also. So others are done, did their own. God also does his part. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4. God also, God also bearing them witness. He said, I am going to testify. I agree. I, I lend my credit. I, I lend my, my assent to it. Give it my backing that this is of me. God also bearing them witness. How does he do that? How does God bear witness? Both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles. Oh God, I believe we are about to step into another phase because uh, encounter phase. Today is day number 10. We are about to step into another phase of diverse kinds of miracles. Diverse. In other words, kinds of different, multicolored. I'm talking about you. Where do you think the miracles are going to happen? In your life. Amen. We are not on a boat. Listen, we are not on a boat and there's a storm for us to calm the storm. No, we are not. We are not in a wedding and there's no wine for us to turn water into wine. We are not in a place where uh, lepers can be raised, but we are together on the platform and the power of God someone was leading the prayer today said the power of God was present to heal them. The power, Luke chapter 517, the power of God was present to heal them. So the power of God is here. And Bible says, God also confirming his word, giving witness to what was preaching, both with signs and wonders and diverse. So there are signs, there are wonders and diverse miracles. Where is it going to happen? In your life. In your life, someone is set for diverse miracles. Do you know why? Because the grounds is set. We have been continuing praying and meeting and seeking faith. And not just that. Now that our hearts are going to be tuned more towards kingdom commitment, it moves God. It moves the hand of God in a unique way. Kingdom commitment moves the hand of God in a unique way. So guess what? God is about to do diverse miracles in your life. And I said the other time, not only one testimony, not only two. Some of you, you're about to have, you're recording five testimonies at a stretch. Five testimonies. Amen. One testimony is good, but then we, five testimonies at a, at a stretch, three testimonies at a stretch, six Amen. testimonies at a stretch. You are not even sure which one to focus on because this is good. Anywhere you turn, this thing is working. It is someone shouts, it is working. It's working. So the grace is working. The I'm so happy for you. Do you know why? Because your life is going to be a sample for God to use to show to people that he still works, not miracles, but diverse, all, all kinds, assorted miracles. Amen. In, in, in certain restaurants, when you go, you order 
food they eat. As you walk out of fish, they, they, I think that one of the men is assorted meat. <laughs> when, when you ask for assorted meat, you are asking for not only beef. You are, not, you are asking for cow food, shaki, beef, uh, uh, oxtail, everything is assorted. And diverse, diverse means assorted. I'm telling you, it's not only marital breakthrough you are going to get. No, 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 no. You are going to get marital breakthrough. You are going to get uh, financial breakthrough, a miracle job. You have, you have a promotion at your workplace. At the same time, you have received a contract to supply some things. You are even not a business person, Amen. but you have received a contract. Strange, diverse. You are not a business person. You are not into a business. You have received a contract. So you have to now register the business quickly because they said you are the one. You are supplying for some government. You are supplying for some organizations you have begun to do, i mean diverse guys suddenly your 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 niece who doesn't want to do anything with christ suddenly has become born again is preaching and diverse kind of miracles god has healed your body has healed your family the tension in your sister's marriage the tension in your brother's marriage the tension in your family home the problem confused suddenly everything has stopped that major court case that was that was pending against you or some a loved one of yours suddenly with one prayer the thing has turned. It's like so many things are happening because usually, oh, 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 geez, the Lord have mercy on me. There is a reason why you tune in. There is a reason. There is a reason. All things work together for good. There is a reason. You almost wouldn't have tuned in. You almost wouldn't have made it because you were supposed to have been somewhere with some people. You were supposed to have been busy doing something. They canceled it. There's a reason. You didn't, for some reason, say, okay, let me tune in and see. Let me see what's going on. No, there's a reason. God is looking for you. Diverse miracles. Receive diverse miracles. Receive diverse miracles. Receive diverse miracles. Amen. All kinds of miracles. God is about to confirm these things we are teaching. That's why it's good I started by drawing somebody's attention to the fact that when you hunger for God, you forsake the pleasures of sin and seek his presence. You end up with pleasures forevermore. You end up with the core, the real blessings of blessings, the blessings of God, the real blessings of God. Let those who are looking down on you and mocking you and marginalizing you and disdaining you because you are doing church and you are doing encounter first. Let them mock you. Don't worry about it. But they will see. They will see. Elijah, Elijah said to Elijah, as long as the Lord liveth and as long as thy soul liveth, I will never leave. I will follow you. I will leave. I will follow you. Afterwards, in the verse 15, the sons of the prophets who were watching from afar, they said, hey, hey, hey. Hey, the spirit of Elijah does rest on Elijah. They saw it now. And when they were in trouble, they came for Elijah. They came for Elijah. What was answering for Elijah? By virtue, when they got to the river, he used his mantle, struck the Jordan, the Jordan opened. When Elijah was coming back by himself, he also had the thing that was answering to Elijah began to answer to him. He struck it and he opened. The, the guy said, wow, the thing has come upon the man. And they were, they were going to build a, a shed or something for them to all live there. And then when they went, Bible says that they, they went to borrow axe head and the axe head fell into the water. And when the axe head fell, it sank. And they said, alas, master, this axe head is borrowed. Alas, it is borrowed. <laughs> Please, we need help. So, but 
as one of them was cutting the tree, the iron, uh, the axe, the iron axe head fell into the water, and he cried out and said, "Alas, master!" Who are we to look at? Look at verse four. Look at verse four. So uh, he went there. Uh, 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 let's let's pick it from verse two. I just want to show you something. I, I just uh, maybe verse one will do. Verse one will do, please. Sorry about that. Verse one. Now you see, and the sons of the prophets said to Elisha. See now, the place where we dwell, uh, we, we, we dwell with you is too small for us. So let us go to the Jordan and let us make, uh, let, uh, let every man take a beam from there and let us come and uh, enlarge the place and whatever. And the master said, go. Elijah said, go. Elijah said, go. So, uh, uh, so they went, with, so he went with them. And when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. Look at the next verse. And as one of them was cutting down the tree, a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water, and he cried out, and said, "What did he say?" Alas, what did he say? Alas, master. Alas, alas, pastor. Alas, master. Now, these were the people who were mocking him. Now they are calling him master. Hmm. In verse 2, uh, chapter 2, they were mocking him. <laughs> they said, do you know that the, the Lord will take your uh, master away? He said, I know. Hold your peace. They, they were laughing. They were, not once. The sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said, do you know that the Lord will take it? He said, I know. Hold your peace. He didn't mind them. Not shut up. He went on. Those were, when the anointing came on him, these same people in verse 15 said, hi, the spirit now come is upon him. Now they started calling him master. We want to, please, can we have permission to go and cut a tree to make enlarge the place where you are with us? Because now they submit to authority. What am I saying? The very people who are mocking you as you are pursuing God, don't worry. Very soon, they will come and say, alas, master. <laughs> they will say to you, alas, master, alas, master, alas, master, the accent, it was borrowed, alas, master, please help me, please help me, I need financial breakthrough. The one who was laughing at you said every time, shalababa, shalababa. a time is coming when they say, please say one for me, pray for my husband, pray for my marriage, or pray for the guy, he doesn't want to marry me again. We have already, already planned our wedding and everything is backfired. Please pray for me, pray. They will be calling you for prayers. The ones who are mocking you because of your prayers. A time is coming, they'll be calling you for prayers and they'll be asking you, how did you manage to get your children to do so well? Your children are all doing well. This is about 20 years later. Because they did not pursue God with their household. When you were doing it, they were mocking you. God has a way of rewarding us. So the point I'm making is that the God is going to supply. He's going to give us multiple testimonies. So just stay focused Tapping in, connecting and collecting, connecting mm. and collecting, connecting and co just stay focused and pushing and, and, and pursuing. And let whoever will have their problem with you the way you are seeking God, let them have the problem. But it's, a, it's just a matter of God, a matter of time. God will show his glory and they will say, alas, master. Alas, I see people who used to look down on you, calling you master, mistress. Alas, madam. Alas, he said, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date.
Be blessed.